Welcome to As I Live and Grieve, a podcast that tells the truth about how hard this is. We're glad you joined us today. We know how hard it is to lose someone you love and how well-intentioned friends and family try so hard to comfort us. We created this podcast to provide you with comfort, knowledge, and support. We are grief advocates, not professionals, not licensed therapists. We are you. Hi, everyone, and welcome back again to As I Live and Grieve. My guest today is Rachel Tenpenny, and we've got a really interesting topic today. Now, we all know sometimes how herbs are natural healers, but we're not going to ask you to just munch on an herb. We're going to put it in something. So let me introduce you to Rachel. Rachel, thanks so much for joining me today. Well, thanks for having me. I can't wait to talk about my teas. Before we get started and talk about herbal teas, would you please just give our listeners a little bit of your background? Yes. So first of all, these teas aren't just my teas. My sister and I created them together. They are our teas, and now we hope they become everyone's teas. Um, but I lost my twin baby daughters in 2008, and they died six days apart when they were a couple of weeks old. And I found myself immediately thrust into you know, a grief experience uh, that I, one, never in a million years thought I'd be in, and two, had no idea how to navigate. And the more I searched for direction or answers, the the more confusing it got. And I realized that we live in a culture and a world that is incredibly confused about grief and does not know what to do with hurting people. So I realized that I was going to have to set out intentionally to figure out how to, how to heal. Um, I had a two and a half year old son. I was absolutely overwhelmed with my pain and I didn't want my life to be there forever. The thought, I was only 28 years old and the thought that the rest of my life would be spent in that much pain scared, you know, scared me. It was, it was a sobering experience to say the least. And I looked at my little two and a half year old and thought, it isn't his fault his sisters died either, and I want him to have fun memories and birthday parties and holidays, right? I didn't want that cloak of grief on our lives forever. But the, the trick was, though, I had no idea what to do, right? So it's like I, I had this deep want and desire for relief or comfort or healing in my life after loss, but I honestly did not see how to get there. And the more I asked questions, the the most common answer I got was, it's different for everyone. Everyone's grief journey is unique, which I have grown. um, I don't like that (laughs) statement. It, it, It frustrated me. I grew to resent it because what it really sounded like to me was, I have no viable advice for you get away from me, stop bothering me and figure it out yourself, right? Which is such a heartless response for grieving people. Now that I'm 14 years ahead though, I recognize that people were not being heartless to me. They just simply didn't know what to say. And it has also been very surprising to me how many people actually don't ever experience healing from their grief, right? And that's part of the reason why they don't have any answers for you because they haven't got there themselves and so they don't know what to tell you. And that truly breaks my heart because there really are ways to comfort and soothe ourselves through our pain as well as mend and heal 
Um, and when I say heal, I mean healing as an active process. Like there's no destination. It's not an end result, right? I'm not, I'm not done. But as somebody who has experienced unfathomable loss, I can also say that there is a lot of joy and peace and good things in my life. I'm able to enjoy beautiful things. My life isn't only bittersweet tainted by my loss. And so I think maybe everyone doesn't heal, but that is different than saying healing is impossible or you can't heal because I have healing in my life. And so I know it's at least possible for me, right? Um, so in my journey though, of trying to figure out how to help myself, I drank a lot of tea. Tea is warm and tea is comforting and tea is quiet and dependable. And it was the one thing in the chaos and the contradiction of grief that I could just have a moment to get myself to the next minute or the next hour or the next day. And my sister was visiting me and she saw me with probably my third or fourth cup of tea at 10 a.m., which signified that I was having a hard day. The more cups of tea, sort of the harder time I was having. And she said to me, Rach, I wish we could find something to put in your tea that would make you feel better. And we both sort of looked at each other and went, uh, are we on to something? Yeah, like, could we? Does that really exist? You know, and what started out is just really her expressing her frustration that there wasn't more that she could do really became an idea that we knew could be real, right? Could we find what you could put in tea that would make you feel better, right? Could we combine the already warm and soothing properties of tea with other beneficial herbs that actually help you feel better when you're sad or when you're hurting or when you're overwhelmed? And so we went out uh, on a search, right? We started doing research, asking questions, reading books, going to tea expos, going to um, herb expos, visiting naturopaths and alternative medicine experts and all kinds of things to what eventually turned into um, six tea blends. So we have an entire line of teas for emotional well-being. Each blend has a unique combination of herbs called adaptogens. Adaptogens are remarkable natural substances that are well scientifically researched and very safe that have the ability to actually help you feel better. And they each unique blend addresses a unique emotional need. So you get this amazing combination of comforting, soothing, warm tea experience with the added benefit of herbs that actually build you up from the inside out, address your emotional pain, comfort you, um, restore your hope, do all of the things that you need, essentially, when you're hurting, one sip at a time. They're safe. They're effective. You can't drink too much of them. Um, they're easy. You just make them and drink them, right? Just like normal tea. It's loose leaf tea. You put it in a tea bag or a tea ball. You put it in warm water, and then you drink it. They were formulated specifically to be beautiful. So when you open the tin, you see whole herbs, flowers, you know, colorful, beautiful things, um, they smell amazing, so they have this aromatherapy property. They taste absolutely delicious. I wanted to prove that I could create a medicinal beneficial tea that tasted great, if not better than any tea you've ever had, and we actually have awards to prove it. We won first place at the North American um, Tea Competition for flavor, which is a very unique thing to essentially be at what's called a functional beverage, but actually win, go head-to-head -head with other non-functional beverages,
right? And actually still win based on flavor. So that was very validating. And then the bottom line is after all of that, they're effective. They work. You drink them and you feel better. And you say to yourself, where have you been all my life? I could have used you five years ago, right? And I've seen it customer after customer, client after client. You know, I've been working with hurting people, grieving people, people going through really hard things for years now. And I have never seen the teas fail once, not one single time. Wow. You, you've said so many incredible things. First, first, let me just say that my heart breaks for your loss. I lost an infant myself mm. who was actually less than 24 hours mm. when he died. I'm so sorry. Um, it was the only boy that I gave birth to, and I never saw him or held him. Oh. He was critical enough to be taken away from me, actually to another hospital, to another NICU. So I know it's crushing to, to lose a child. Probably, if not the worst, one of the worst, the two worst losses. Um, the other for me personally being the loss of my husband. And, and I've lost both parents as well. So... Like you, I know grief. I know that grief is different not only for every person, and I've heard that, <laughs> that phrase so many times. And, but I also know that every instance of grief in your life is different, every single instance, because you may be at a different age, a different point in your life. There are so many factors that go into it. I also would be the first to admit that for me, holding a warm beverage in my hand, whether it be a cup of coffee or even just hot water heated in the microwave, the warmth of that cup in my hands does have a soothing effect. I personally am not a tea drinker other than chai tea. I love chai tea. But the other teas that I've experienced have all, I feel for me, have just felt like diluted water. So uh, that's, that's to my explanation. I also admit that in addition to not really being a tea drinker, I'm also a natural skeptic because I want to know the science behind something. So let's start there. Why do herbs heal? So we use a combination of both adaptogen herbs and other healing botanicals and superfoods. And the adaptogens specifically, the reason why we use them is because they are very well scientifically researched. It, we can actually thank the former Soviet Union for some of the solid science on adaptogens. And the reason being is they were looking for powerful natural substances that would essentially make them all superhuman so that they could take over the world. So they did not have a marketing motive or a profit motive or a pharmaceutical distribution motive. They needed real science because they needed real results. So the science that came out of the, the team, essentially, the Soviet Union put together an entire team to go look for these natural substances, is solid because, they're, because of what their motive was, right? They're not looking to twist it or manipulate it or get it to say or do one thing. They really needed something that worked. And we benefit from that solid science by now knowing that there are certain herbs that have these real qualities. And the main quality or benefit of an adaptogen is they have a whole body effect. So we don't use adaptogens for a specific symptom like a headache or a stomach ache, or we use adaptogens to help restore homeostasis to our entire body, improve every single system in the body, 
and help our bodies cope and respond better to stressors. Oftentimes you'll find that adaptogens grow, the places where we find them around the world are incredibly extreme climates, whether they're very dry, very cold, very hot, because the plant learns how to adapt and survive in extreme circumstances. And then those qualities are in the herb. And then when we consume the herb, we get those adaptive qualities. That's another reason why they're so safe is because they're either helping to restore homeostasis or maintain it. But you cannot take too much of it where they re-unbalance you, if that makes sense. Like you're either heading towards balance or you're balanced. But you don't get re-unbalanced or overbalanced or there isn't some negative effect. Which is amazing because it allows you to use your intuition to drink as much tea as you need. Whatever is right for you. Because you don't have to worry about too much or too little or right and they're they're also accumulative so the more you take over an extended period of time the better the benefit right so they just they compound and they build and over time and i've actually seen this with my clients they'll say oh yes i immediately felt better and they do help me and great and then they'll get them to use them for, say, 90 days and just build them into their routine, you know, because the teas are phenomenal and the herbs are effective. But adding them into your routine is also essential because that's how we address emotional well-being, right? You don't medicate your way into emotional well-being, right? You have a multifaceted approach and the teas just built in have, they hit all of those different facets all in one, one easy cup of tea is comforting, is effective, is delicious, is enjoyable, right? All these things. But then they'll do their teas for 90 days and they'll say, oh yeah, you know, I can tell it's helping me. And then they'll run out of tea and they won't order more. And then a, a week later I get a call, oh my gosh, how fast can you get the tea for me? I didn't realize how much it was helping me until I stopped drinking it, right? And that's that accumulative effect. Not to mention it's something they really enjoy. Like I just didn't even realize how much I enjoyed it. Like when we get to that good place, we're like, oh, I'm good. Sometimes we forget what got us there. Right, <laughs> right? right. We, we do that a lot. In fact, we do that a lot. Now, these herbs, of course, that are being used are the same herbs that our generations before would go out and gather in, in the woods and in the forest and everything and use them in their healing and everything. So we've kind of gotten away from that part of medicating ourselves if you will or trying to heal ourselves because of these you know big the big pharmaceutical companies and the doctors that prescribe all the medications this just sounds so simple and that's one of the reasons i love it and i am going to try it because i'm in a good place with my grief as well it's been four and a half years since i lost my husband but that doesn't mean that I can't be better, that I can't be happier, that I can't be less stressed, that I can't be more relaxed. So I'm always looking for something that's going to just elevate me, I guess, and make me feel a little a little better in general. Sure. Well, I think, too, you know, one of the things that I've learned about grief and healing and cultivating emotional well-being in my life is that it isn't something you medicate yourself into or check a box. It is a constant nourishing, right? I've nourished myself. I didn't push myself and strive into it. I took really nourishing, consistent steps to move myself through the different phases of my grief. 
And we live in a culture that really wants us to feel like our grief is a disorder. It's a problem. You need to be fixed. You're broken. There's something wrong with you. And that's why medicine, right, therapy, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with medication or anything wrong with therapy. I coach people for a living, right? So obviously I believe that support is essential. You know, but I also see that there's this enormous resistance into taking a nourishing, gentle, replenishing approach rather than a fix it, move on from it, put it behind you approach. And that's one of the reasons why the teas are so effective because they're nourishing from an actual nutritional standpoint. They have these healing herbs in them and these herbs are effective, but they also have this experience, right? A warm cup of tea that is constantly inviting you to love yourself better with every sip. And I don't know a single human, especially one that is still recovering from loss or failure or disappointment or grief or just the things that are so hard in life that doesn't need to be reminded every single day to love themselves better than the day before, right? And give themselves the things they need to actually build up from the inside out. You are absolutely correct on that. And I honestly believe in my heart that one of the best ways to move yourself forward in your grief journey is to first do something about those crushing symptoms that you're feeling. And it sounds like herbal teas, herbs in general in some form, but tea is such such a common routine for so many people that this is one way that you can help move yourself forward in your grief journey. It still requires you to do a lot of the work. And I loved what you said about it being treated really like a mental illness. We are all looking for that quick fix, but quick fixes, you know what? They may work for a second, but they're not going to be long lasting. But it's, I mean, a cup of tea every day for the rest of your life. Come on. <laughs> right. That just, that sounds so basic and so simple. Yeah, well, it might be something you want to do. And the, But the magical thing is, you know, that our teas, they, they offer both, right? Because you do get immediate comfort with just one cup, right? And so when you need to feel better, like you said, when you're addressing how sad you're feeling, how right. angry you're feeling, how overwhelmed you're feeling, how exhausted you're feeling, how tumultuous, how much anxiety or fear you're battling, right? Sometimes you just need something that is going to help you meet you right where you're at and serve you right in that moment. And that is not only effective, but it's so important. Like I remember when I was a griever, there's almost this sense of panic when you have feelings that are so strong, you don't even feel like you have any power over them. Right. So you sit on the couch. Yes. And so or you lie in your bed. Yes. And you pour that cup of tea and for five minutes, remind yourself that you do have power over your own heart. And even when your emotions are so big, you think that they have more control over you than you have over them. It's actually not true, right? Feelings are not facts. So you do have that immediate benefit when you use the teas. But then you also have the accumulative benefit, right? And over time, they just help you more and more. And they're beneficial and comforting and enjoyable. And they create not just an awareness, but a habit. And, you know, grief changes. So one minute 
you have a certain emotional need and the next minute you have a different one. And that's why we created an entire line because one, I wanted people to have tools that actually help them. A one size fits all is not enough. Let's just be honest about that. But I also wanted them to have validation where I can say, Hey, I see you. I've been where you're at. I know how complicated and layered and nuanced this all is. So I have something to offer you that is going to validate that and honor that, not fix you and change you. Because you move yourself through your pain. You don't run away from it, stop it, avoid it, or pretend like, right? Or even try to overtake it and push through it and conquer it, right? Those just leave you completely exhausted. It's one baby step at a time, validating and acknowledging what you're going through and then equipping yourself with what you need to get through it. And for a lot of us, we need that emotional support. We need that physical support. Our bodies get depleted. Grief depletes us, right? We need more vitamins. We need more minerals. We need more nutrients. We need the things that strengthen us back up. And then we also need a tool, something to feel proactive, to remind ourselves that we can actually take a step forward and we're not at the mercy of time or fate or luck to get, quote, over what we feel, that we have the power to actually nurture and nourish ourselves through our pain to recover our lives and enjoy beautiful things again. Right, right. I have a rather specific question. I know I can go to my local grocery store and I can buy chamomile tea. I can buy whatever tea that I want that is going to have herbs in it. And it may help me feel better and everything. You mentioned the adaptogens, which it sounds like are key in your teas, for example. What's the difference then between a tea, an herbal tea you might buy over the counter, and your teas? Is it the adaptogen? Is that the difference? And why does that, what's better about that? Yeah, sure. So you can go and get herbal teas. You can even go and find adaptogens now like for example there's an adaptogen called holy basil it's also called tulsi and like you can go to the health food store and there's an entire line of tulsi based teas okay and those have all kinds of you know benefits health benefits what makes our teas unique is not just that we use specifically adaptogens okay and other superfoods but it's the combination that we put them in so that they address specific emotional needs. So there was intention behind every single one of our blends, not just to make a healthy tea that fights stress, right? Which is kind of what's out there. Lots of combinations of different herbs that are just gonna help you feel better and help you manage your stress. I created a line that addressed emotional needs and used unique combinations, because each tea has a different combination of herbs. It's not like one type of herb throughout, right? There's unique herbs in each blend that address a specific emotional need so that you can get, you can choose the tea based on the emotional needs you have and get the result you're looking for, right? So if you're struggling with anger, you're going to choose seek peace because it's actually going to help address anger, frustration, resentment, and other pent up emotions with the unique herbal combination that I put in there. If you're overwhelmed with sadness, you're going to pick Discover Joy because you're going to want the benefits of the unique blend of adaptogen herbs that I put in that tea. It's not a one-size-fits-all. It's not everything helps everyone. It's an actual intentional choosing of based on what I'm experiencing right now, this tea is going to help me feel better.
It sounds, well, it sounds almost magical. It really does. Do you have any tips? Now, I always ask, it seems in every podcast, my toddler question, which means it's just an innocent question, but it's a curiosity. Suppose, for example, your tea, one of your teas that I might feel I need or you might feel would help me contains an ingredient that I'm not particularly fond of. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think you'd have to specify when you say ingredient, what do you mean? Are you talking about a flavor? Right, because you had said earlier, yeah, that you, right, that you are skeptical, right? And just to let you know, you're not the first person that's skeptical. Okay, herbal teas are notorious for, you know, being gross or being, I mean, I remember experiencing that myself, which is one of the reasons why I worked so hard to create the most delicious line of herbal teas for healing, right, in existence. Because I remember my disappointment when somebody would say, oh, try this tea, it's so amazing, and it's delicious too. And then I drink it and it was horrible. Or they say weird things like, oh, we added licorice root for sweetness. And it's this horrible flavor that I do not, you know, and I grew up in a place in Southern California where we grew up in a hippie town. Okay, so I've been exposed to herbal teas, alternative medicine, right, since a very, very young age, before the rest of the country was. So we were used to that. But I was also used to how weird and disappointing it could be. And I was grief stricken. I was taxed. I was overwhelmed. I was sad. And I did not have the tolerance or the ability to engage in a quote, healing activity that was going to be gross, frustrating, disappointing, or difficult. I needed something that was going to be delicious, enjoyable, easy, and effective. That's why we created our teas. And I think I've enjoyed over the last 12 years of introducing people to these teas, watching how unbelievably pleasantly surprised they are to go, wow, these do taste good. I've, I did not even know that tea could taste like this. And we do it with organic, right? All natural, no chemical, no additives, nothing artificial. We just really took both the best of what nature has to offer with the best of our intentions and our creativity to make something that ultimately it was that I could enjoy and then I think, you know, my, my standards were high enough to go, you know, I think anyone would enjoy this. And then we proved it by winning a whole bunch of awards as well. Right. 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 But it, you know, and I did try to be aware of what do people like and what are popular flavor combinations and right. what works and what doesn't work. And a lot of people don't know that it took us almost 18 months to blend oh these teas, wow. right? Because we wanted them to be exactly what we wanted them to be. And since then we have, you know, never, we don't get complaints. People don't send them back. They don't say whatever you lied to us. They say, oh my goodness, not only do these teas help me feel better, but they're more delicious than anything I've ever had. Hot or iced, they are, they're impressive in that respect. Yeah. You mentioned, for example, licorice root. Licorice is a flavor and flavor is a better word than ingredient. Licorice is a flavor I'm not fond of. Is it the combination that you put with the licorice that might change my mind then? Yeah. So we, yeah, it also depends. So one of the things, again, in this blending process that was behind the scenes that most people don't know is I chose the effective combination of adaptogen herbs first. Okay. I researched 
what these herbs do with my sister's help, of course, and we combined, okay, these kinds of herbs work for sadness and depression, right? And then these kinds of herbs help with sleep and rest. And these kinds of herbs help with anger and frustration and these other kinds with anxiety and so on and so forth. Then I tasted all of those individual herbs. I steeped them in water and I tasted them individually. And based on what they tasted like, because some of them taste delicious, for example, like lemongrass and holy basil, these are delicious herbs. But then other things like ashwagandha and St. John's wort, eh, not so much. St. John's wort tastes like dirty water. It's yucky, right? And so I knew, okay, since these herbs on their own don't have the best flavor, then I need to create a flavor profile around them that covers up those not so good flavors. And the ones that were really delicious, I said, well, I can make a flavor profile that actually enhances and uses those flavors. So part of the reason why our teas taste so good is because, for example, in our Sikh piece, which is our rooibos coconut chai, which I think you would love, it has liver support herbs in it, dandelion root and milk thistle, which are notoriously bitter. And when I tasted them, they have a bitter flavor. So I knew that I was going to have to use strong herbs and spices to balance out the bitterness of those. And that's why I chose chai spices, right? When you have cinnamon, cardamom, clove, black pepper, right? All of those things. And then um, we added coconut. So it's a coconut chai. Coconut is a nice, strong flavor. It also has a nice, smooth mouth feel. And then the rooibos is just so full of nutrients, but it also has this it's this nice bottom note in the tea that helps to balance out that bitterness. So when you drink the tea, the dandelion root and milk thistle doesn't even come through. You get all the medicinal benefits with none of the weird flavor complications. And all you get are those really strong chai spices and the coconut. It is absolutely delicious and is hands down our best-selling tea. Oh, yeah, you make it sound delicious. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to try them for certain because that's that's the only way I get rid of my skepticism is to try something. And I... This podcast has allowed me to try so many new and different things that it's been it's been fun. It's been educational for me and it's been cathartic. It has helped me along the way. Sadly, I must say, Rachel, that our time is running out. So before I actually sign off, I would like you to tell our listeners, without me leading you with questions or anything, what services you offer, let them know about your website, and as always, your contact information and website will be in the podcast notes as well. But just talk freely to our listeners and tell them anything you'd like them to know. Well, first of all, on a personal note, I am always available for any grieving person to call me and ask me any questions they have, get any sort of encouragement that they need. I think it's so important for grievers to connect with each other especially a griever that you know has evidence of healing in their life because they are able to listen to you, understand where you're coming from, and offer real advice and guidance from a position of healing as possible instead of let's all just commiserate and be defeated together, which is really important when you're overwhelmed with pain and not even sure the way through. So feel free to reach out to me. My best email is rachel at thegriefgal.com. But more importantly, you know, today was all about the teas, and I cannot emphasize enough not only how wonderful and delicious and beautiful, but just how truly effective. Like I have watched these teas help people through their emotions to gather comfort and to soothe themselves, right, and to find healing after really difficult things more times than I can count, right, which is an amazing privilege. 
and to find these teas and to taste them for yourself, to connect with the ones that you think would be the most beneficial to you, you can just go to teamotionstea.com. We have a beautiful website as well as a wonderful quiz that you can take that'll just connect you with the teas, help you understand them, help them under, help you understand yourself. And we've got sample sets and tea tins and refill packs and brewing equipment. We answer all of your questions as far as what do I do with loose leaf tea and how many cups do I drink and everything to make it the most seamless, easy, and beneficial process that you can. And I encourage you to go. There's a lot to learn on the website. But most importantly, I think you'll see that we deeply care about hurting people at T-Motions. It matters to us that hurting people have the tools and support they deserve. And I think that comes through. So if you're wondering if you're all alone and no one cares about you and how come no one gets it and you're tr trying to figure out all by yourself, I promise you you're not. There are people who care about you and me and my sister are one of them and we're doing everything in our power to get you the support that you deserve. Thank you so much. Well said, very well said. I, I must say, you know, we always talk about self-care on our podcast and we advocate self-care. This sounds like really a very easy step people can take because many of you are probably tea drinkers already. So here's an opportunity for you to try something that has been created specifically for you, specifically for people that are grieving because it was born from her own need to ease the symptoms from grief. So I have to say, why wouldn't you give it a try? At any rate, I fear it's time we must go for today. I want to thank everybody for listening in again and hope you will join us again next week as we all continue to live in grief. Thank you so much for listening with us today. Do you have a topic that you'd like us to cover or do you have a question from one of our episodes? Please email us at info at asiliveandgrieve.com and let us know. We hope you will find a moment to leave a review, send an email, and share with others. Join us next time as we continue to live and grieve together.